Steph Curry and Jonathan Kaminga stay hot as they take down the Brooklyn Nets 109 to 98 and bounce back from wasting Steph's 60, that's right, 60 point outing against the Hawks in their last outing. Have the Warriors finally found their lineup? We'll break it all down. Locked on Sports Bay Area starts right now. You are Locked On Warriors Postcast, part of Locked On Sports Bay Area, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? My name is Eric Engel, a.k.a. Triple E. You might know me as the former producer from the Murph and Mac show on KMBR 680. And thank you so, so, so much for joining us on our first postcast for locked on sports bay area we're going to be coming at you live following niners games following giants games following 49ers games got a big old super bowl coming up this weekend but right now we're going to get into this warriors nets 109 98 win warriors get back in the win column after dropping their last game against the atlanta hawks and again thank you for making us your first listen on the locked on sports network And this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NBA to post your job for free. And as always, terms and conditions apply. Now, man, we need to get into Steph Curry's greatness. I mean, this guy is playing the best basketball of his career. And we just keep waiting to see the fall off as Steph keeps aging and you see Draymond kind of taking a step back. You see Clay Thompson kind of taking a step back. Steph just stays at the top of his game. He was the only warrior to hit a three-pointer tonight. Uh, Not great. Dubs actually scored a season high 70 points in the paint. 70 with one of the smallest starting lineups I've ever seen them. I've ever seen them roll out. And uh, you essentially had, two point guards and Steph and Pajemski out there in the same lineup and, and no Looney uh, start in the starting lineup. It was his first game back. Um, But this, this was a nice little starting five that Kerr rolled out there. Uh, I really, really, really liked seeing Kaminga and Pajemski, those baby dubs getting those minutes. They, they need them. They're going to need that experience if they want to make a playoff run. We've seen this year that the Warriors just, aren't really good at closing teams out. We saw tonight the Nets creeping back in and and making this a close game when it really shouldn't have been that close at the end. But just a little more to recap on this before we get into some of the larger topics. Kaminga's minutes going to be one of those things. We saw again tonight another just phenomenal night from Jonathan Kaminga. He's just been on fire since he got his hair absolutely butchered by his barber and now rolling around with just the weirdest cut I've ever seen an NBA player roll around with when, when, you know, he, he had the dreads, they were, they were looking tight before. And and now, I mean, the, the hair is not on point, but his game sure is. And may, maybe he's just not focusing as much on the hair and more on hooping. But anyways, whatever the case might be for why Kaminga has suddenly emerged in this last month, he just needs to keep going. Uh, we'll get into a little bit more of that later on. But just to get back into this game and, and the permutations of it, this Warriors are in the midst of a five-game road trip. They were one and one on this roadie coming into this game. Coming off an overtime loss to the Hawks when you waste a 60-point outing from Steph Curry. 
most teams I think would come out flat after after a game like that in those circumstances. Not the Warriors, not tonight. They came out and looked energized from the beginning. They had a couple sloppy, you know, turnovers and defensive rotations in the first half. Uh, nine turnovers in the first half and only two of 11 from three. They were really lucky to be down by just six points going into halftime. Uh, and you saw early on Kaminga getting his points, looking to attack the basket. You saw Steph trying to find Kaminga and get him the ball. And, and you saw all these other guys getting to the boards. Every single starter had over five rebounds. I believe eight different Warriors tonight had five or more rebounds, just an absolute team effort on the glass. The Warriors really dominated the boards tonight, and that is why they stayed in this game. And, and that's going to need to be the recipe for how this team wins games going forward because they're not that big. Draymond, your starting center tonight, that's probably similar to a lineup that you'll see in the playoffs. They just don't have that size to, to just have one guy suck up all the boards. You saw the Nets defense giving the Warriors some problems inside, even though they got their, their season high 70 points in the paint. The Nets still had 12 blocks in this game. The Warriors were not, not getting there as uncontested, I should say. They, they faced a formidable challenge on the inside. Claxton is a nice defensive presence on the inside. And they, they got it done. They rose to the challenge, and they got it done. They shot a lot of little push runners in the lane tonight. You saw Steph with that little runner dagger at the end, plus the foul, celebrating on the ground and just giving all those good Steph Curry vibes all throughout the Bay Area, even though they're all the way in Brooklyn. It kind of felt like a, like a game in the Bay with those MVP chants Steph was getting and the Warriors chants you kept hearing in the back. Warriors. But... You know, this this was a good game to watch them bounce back. I was kind of concerned. The Nets are a decent team. I was kind of concerned that this team might flop after that game in Atlanta. And, and I still can't really believe that they wasted that that performance by Steph Curry. One little interesting tidbit that I that I saw researching uh, earlier today. Steph is the leader in in NBA history in 50-plus point games scored over the age of 30. Now, this kind of goes back to what we were just talking about, where Steph seems to be just ageless, just, just this immortal god, this, this deity on the court. And, and he has, as I said, eight 50-plus point games after the age of 30. Wilt has seven. Now, whenever you're outscoring Wilt Chamberlain in all-time NBA records, that's a big deal, man. Like, Will played in an era where he could get whatever he want, whenever he wanted. And Steph Curry is out here doing this, making it look easy. And he's, I, I just don't even know what to say, man. Steph is, is the best athlete I have seen in my lifetime in the Bay Area. And that's, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say it. I think he's, if we're putting it in the context of best Bay Area athlete, I'd say Steph has the edge on Barry Bonds slightly. As far as my lifetime, those are the two most dominant athletes I've seen in the Bay Area. And I think Steph gets the edge on that. The way that he has completely changed the game and still to this day is just at the top of his game when he has absolutely no reason to be. I mean, no one would blame him if, if Steph's age started to catch up with him a little bit, if he started to slow down, if he couldn't muscle up and get those runners in the lane or get to the rim as easy and you started seeing him 
take more more threes and things like that. You're just not seeing that. You're just not seeing that. Steph is getting to the rim when he wants. He's still got the handles. He's still putting people in the blender. And, and his vision is as good as ever. His movement off the ball. I mean, what more do you want? What more do you want? Steph is and will always be the best warrior of all time. And we saw it again tonight. I mean, Steph led in scoring. Uh, he had 29. Kaminga had 28. A great nights from those guys. And the Warriors needed it. They really did. They uh, they were down um, early in this game. And they, they needed the steadfast veteran, Steph Curry, to keep them on schedule. Now, coming up, we're going to get into this Warriors starting five a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit more about Jonathan Kaminga. And we're going to look ahead to uh, the Warriors. Uh, playing the Sixers on Wednesday. You are watching Locked On Warriors postcast, and we will be right back. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to, to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. In fact, this show right now wouldn't have happened without LinkedIn as it played a pivotal role in me landing this job with Locked On. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals you can't find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours, and over 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedonnba. That's linkedin.com slash lockedonnba to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Locked On Sports Bay Area is brought to you by BetterHelp. Sometimes we need the opportunity to get something off our chest, big or small. Certain things can really start to get to you. It's important to let that out, especially to someone who's unbiased on your life. So today, I want to tell you how I real, really feel about something. You might even be thinking about the same thing this week. This Warriors team has been stressing me out with all of their na nail biters all season, and tonight was no different. But without the Warriors, life can be stressful enough, even when I'm not worried about this inconsistent team. That's where BetterHelp can help you. Therapy can be different for everyone. Most of us have bigger problems than our favorite sports team, and it's important to get things off your chest every once in a while. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be flexible, and suited to your schedule. Visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on. All right, welcome back to Locked On Sports Bay Area Warriors postcast. I am Eric Engel, a.k.a. Triple E from the Murph and Max show, which no longer exists, but <laughs> did for a long time on KMBR. And you might, uh, you might know me from there or maybe just from somewhere else. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> Warriors... Win 109-98 against the Brooklyn Nets in Brooklyn. It was a nice showing all the way around. We talked a little bit about the Warriors' dominance inside, even though they rolled out a pretty small starting lineup. 
And a big part of that was John Kaminga just attacking the rim relentlessly, just relentlessly going after the rim. And, and he didn't really care if there were bodies in front of him or not. He pushed through and, and just did what we have been wanting Kaminga to do since he got here. And that is tap in to that elite level of athleticism that he possesses, that ability to just jump out of the gym. He can, I mean, we saw multiple times tonight, it didn't really look like he had a clear path to the lane. And all of a sudden, people just seem like they're moving out of the way. And that's because he is so big and so strong that when he makes up his mind to get there, there's no stopping him. And we just need Kaminga to do this game in and game out, as he more or less has been for the last month. We saw a nice little fadeaway uh, mid-range jumper from Kaminga, which I really liked. If he can mix that in, where you, he had his back to the basket, hit him with a little turnaround jumper. I really like that. If he can add that to his repertoire, that makes him so much more dangerous out on that wing and, and at the top of the post and inside. I Kaminga, I think we're watching him take this step forward in front of our eyes. And, and he needs 30 minutes a night. And, and I'm going to say he needs to start for the rest of the season. I mean, there's plenty of different lineups. I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of different Warriors lineups as this season progresses. Injuries, you know, playing a part of that too. But even if this team was completely healthy, it's kind of a matchup based team at this point. And so when you have bigger teams, I have a feeling that if Loon was truly 100% tonight, he probably would have got the start just because of the size the Nets have on the inside. But maybe not. It was it was interesting to see the little guys kind of counter. And, and if you can rebound like that with with some small guys out on the court, I mean, Bajemski has shown all season long that he is a a really really got a nose for that ball uh, when it comes to snagging rebounds and uh, and just just getting in there uh, defensively, drawing a lot of charges. I mean, all these reasons are why he's going to be in the Rising Stars game in uh, during the All Star break. That should be fun. That should be interesting. Uh, but Kaminga, man, this, this guy is the key to the Warriors postseason success. It's not Draymond. It's not clay. Steph is going to be Steph, which, you know, it's a lot to take for granted, but we are, we are going to just assume Steph's going to be Steph. But right now you don't know what you're getting from a clay Thompson. You don't know what you're getting night in night out from a Draymond green, other than effort on defense, which he has been showing a lot of since he got back from, uh, from his suspension, he seems very locked in, which he did not seem like he was at the beginning of the season. So that is very positive to see from Draymond Green. But this Warriors team is going nowhere in the postseason without John Kaminga. He needs to be option two for this team going forward. He, he, I think in this last month, has solidified himself as that guy. Now, Andrew Wiggins is going to come back on Wednesday, likely against the Sixers in Philadelphia. And I'm interested to see what Kerr does with this starting lineup. I, I'm curious to see if Pajemski goes to the bench and you put and you put Wiggs in there. Or since Wiggins and Kaminga do a lot of the same things, if Wiggins comes off the bench or if Kaminga comes off the bench. Personally, I would kind of like to see Pajemski with that second unit, even though I really like the way that he gels with, with the first unit, with Steph, with Clay, with all these other guys. I kind of want to see Pajemski on that second unit so that they can have a better ball handler, at least until Chris Paul comes back 
with that group. We saw a lot of sloppy turnovers once that uh, once the starting lineup came out halfway through the first half. They looked pretty solid before then. But then you started seeing kind of mindless turnovers. Uh, you even saw Clay Thompson kind of like wave a guy off and uh, try and go coast to coast off an inbound and just got up a really bad shot. But, you know, Clay is going to be up and down. He's going to have his games. I'm not going to sit here and say Clay is washed or that he should come off the bench. I'm not going to say either one of those. I think Clay has earned his rights with what he's done for this team and this fan base. I think he's earned a right to, uh, to at least see the rest of this season out unless it just gets really bad, unless the wheels completely fall off because this team has enough around him that it works. It's not just give clay the spot because he's earned it, but he still adds a lot to this team. He's still obviously a knockdown jump shooter, knockdown three point shooter, but clay was snagging rebounds early and often tonight. It was really good to see. And he's not afraid to battle inside. We've seen that evolution in his game over the last couple of years, but he's going to need to continue to do that in order to keep contributing to this starting lineup. Um, as I said, I think Kaminga should really have this starting spot solidified. Wiggins or Pajemski coming off the bench, I think would be a better option than having Kaminga come off the bench. That's just my take on this. It's just my take. But th this was just a masterclass tonight from Steph again. And it was good to see the Warriors not waste it like, like they did against the Atlanta Hawks. Now, coming up, in our next segment, we're going to talk a little bit more about this starting lineup and the different things that can be offered um, based on these different combinations of guys. You know, like what what Pajemski brings to the table versus what Wiggs brings to the table versus what Kaminga brings to the table versus what Clay Thompson brings to the table and, and Kaban Looney as well. And it's going to be interesting to see how they kind of what they do with this lineup going and playing the Sixers who do not have Joel Embiid, important note, who has that meniscus tear and is having surgery, could be season-ending. We'll see how long he's out for after the surgery this week. But they still got Tyrese Maxey, who is an all-star and is a bona fide stud. So <laughs> we'll get into uh, what those Warriors lineups might look like against the Sixers and going forward when we come back. This is Locked On Sports Bay Area, Warriors postcast. Happy Super Bowl to all those who celebrate from, or happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some bets. What's better than that, man? Nothing beats watching your San Francisco 49ers on the biggest stage playing for all the marbles. And man, they, they gotta have this one. They, they just gotta get this one, right? Can't lose to the Chiefs again. Anyways, Niners currently two and a half point favorites over the Chiefs. And I really like the 49ers to cover. I do. It's dangerous, but I do. That hook always scares me. Another bet I really like for this Super Bowl Sunday is first touchdown scorer Christian McCaffrey at plus 350. I think that's a nice bet. I'm going to throw some shekels down on that problem. You know, I'm going to throw some shekels on that for sure. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl, you can also bet on which players will score a touchdown, 
how many points will be scored? The line is currently at 47 and a half and so much more. I mean, just so many things. And Super Bowl is one of the best times for prop bets, too. I mean, you get everything you could possibly think of. National anthem, runtime, all these different things. And one thing that I want new customers to know is that if you join today, you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Again, $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment with FanDuel an official sports book partner of the NFL. Welcome back to Locked On Sports Bay Area Warriors Postcast. I am Eric Engel, your host. Uh, you might know me as Triple E from the Murph and Max show on KMBR, which ran for almost two decades here in the Bay Area uh, before before uh, before it was no more. But we are focused on this Warriors 109-98 win over the Brooklyn Nets, and it's nice to see the Dubs get back in the win column. Now, 2-1 on this five-game road trip after this win, going to play the 76ers next. And it will be interesting to see what this Warriors team does with their starting lineup. Now, as I've said all night long, Kaminga needs to be in there. But who is going to go to the bench now that Wiggs comes back? That's going to be a very interesting thing to think or to watch. And we might just see Jonathan Kaminga head to the bench for his first game back, just as we saw Kevon Looney head to the bench for his first game back tonight. And it's worth noting, Loon played pretty well tonight. Uh, he... Uh, in 13 minutes, he had he had a couple rebounds. He had five, three assists, and it was nice to see him out there he, holding his own in the paint against Claxton. These other you know big bodies that the Nets have, and and I expect to kind of see the Warriors use Wiggins a, in a similar way. I expect them to to ease him back into the starting lineup. We got the All Star break coming up. The Warriors can absolutely use it as they've been kind of banged up lately. And every team in at this point in the NBA season, you know, need, needs a break, needs needs a couple days rest, and, and they'll get that coming soon. But we got to finish this five game roadie first. And first stop is Philly. When they play Philly, I do expect to see Loon maybe get some more minutes, maybe not be in the starting lineup, but I do expect him to get some more minutes in this game now. Obviously, if Joel Embiid was playing in this game, I think you need Kevon Looney. I think you would need him in this game. That would be a pretty big mismatch. I mean, we saw last time that these two teams played, even while Embiid was hurt, uh, Draymond had a tough time matching up with him in the paint. Um, and it's kind of concerning when you think about this Warriors, the makeup of this Warriors team going into the playoffs, because there there's not a starting five as in past years where you just know these are the five this is the group this is the, the lineup of death as the warriors always like to call it you know with uh back in the iguodala years but it's kind of concerning that doesn't just that doesn't say championship team to me when you gotta play the matchups and when it kind of just depends on who the Warriors might draw to see who they're going to roll out there 
in their starting five. I mean, if you're playing against the Timberwolves and you got two seven footers and Rudy Gay and and Cat or Rudy Gay, Rudy Gobert, excuse me, and Carl Anthony Towns, I I don't think you can just roll out Draymond at the five and Kaminga at the four and say we're good. I think you need Kavon Looney in there, and that kind of pigeonholes you into some things. It, it, it limits the Warriors offensively. I love Looney. Looney is personally one of my favorite players. Uh, there's a Looney uh, longboard bobblehead coming up pretty soon for a C-dubs game that's going to take place at Chase Center. And man, I just might need to go just to get that Kevon Looney bobblehead just because I love Kevon Looney so much. But <laughs> he is limited offensively. He's uh, He's much better now than he used to be early in his career. But what he brings defensively and into the boards, I don't think you can just leave that off your roster or off your starting lineup if you're playing a team with two seven-footers in the starting lineup. And and you look around the NBA, and there's not too many teams with just huge dominant centers anymore. That's that's not it's not today's game, you know. It's it's more you see the Chet Holmgrens and the, the Wembys of the world and every, all these big guys are getting skinnier and skinnier. And so I, I would say Draymond, you know, if they get a matchup like the, the Thunder, Draymond could probably handle the five with a, a skinnier guy like Holmgren, even though he is a, a certified seven footer. But if they're playing a team that's got a big bruiser on the inside, it's tough to roll out a lineup that doesn't include Kavon Looney. Now, the Sixers aren't going to have Embiid, which is going to bode well for the Warriors on Wednesday. Uh, but it's going to, like I said, it's going to be very interesting to see who they put out there. I think you'll see a, probably a pretty similar lineup. This lineup played pretty good tonight. It, it, maybe they just roll out this same lineup going against the Sixers and and get Pajemski some more run out there with that first unit. Get Kaminga more time with, with Pajemski and the first unit on the court together i mean this team is very very movable parts going going down the stretch and and wiggins i think just plays into that more now if they're going to continue to roll out a starting lineup without looney wiggins is going to be a big part of that team rebounding as well but then who goes to the bench pajemski maybe clay it's so convoluted i i personally i'm going to give you my favorite starting lineup that the Warriors could roll out going down the stretch. And that's, that's for right now. Although I did really like the Steph clay pods, Kaminga Draymond lineup tonight. I, I think you got to go Steph clay wigs, Kaminga Draymond. That's Steph clay wigs, Kaminga Draymond. And, and that's a smaller lineup bigger than they were tonight. You know, wigs does have some size on pajamas on uh on uh on Pajemski, but I think Pods needs to take command over that second unit. He'll still get his minutes and he'll even get more touches and more opportunities with that second unit. I mean, you, you saw tonight he uh he looked to get himself going a little early and uh had had that kind of sloppy turnover ball got ripped away from him when he tried to drive the lane and then he came right back down on the very next possession and and got a nice little push shot in the lane and i i love that i love that aggressiveness from a young guy who is just is not deterred by by the big moment he's not going to be he's not going to be intimidated even though he's this smaller guy and he's driving into the lane against these towering defenders of the nets who had 12 blocks tonight 
even though the Warriors had a season high 70 points in the paint. But I love that. I, I love that tenacity from a young Brandon Pajemski, but I need that on the second unit, which seemed a little, a little lackadaisical at times. Uh, it just, I think that they would benefit a lot from that burst of energy to keep the rest of the guys kind of focused. And, and, you know, I think when, uh, when Moses Moody and, and those types of role players have a, have a point guard who is going to get them involved as Pajemski has shown, he's really, really, really good at doing. I, I think that, uh, I think, I think that that's what you got to do. You you need pods in that lineup. Otherwise this gets a little sketchy. Uh, I mean, there's no true ball handler with that second unit if he's not out there and without Chris Paul. So I think for now, that's what needs to happen until Chris Paul can come back with that second unit. You, you got to have Pajemski there. Although this lineup was pretty fun tonight. I think that's what you got to do. <clears throat> well, that's about all the time that we have for tonight. Thank you so much. Stay, sincerely. Thank you for joining us on our first ever episode of locked on sports Bay area postcasts. We'll be coming at you live following giants games, warriors games, 49ers games that Super Bowl this Sunday big 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 one I mean I think this is the biggest Super Bowl for the 49ers in my lifetime but we'll talk about that on Sunday so make sure you tune in and join us we'll come at you live from these Warriors games for the rest of this week again after the after the Sixers game stay tuned I'm Eric Engel thanks for joining we'll see you next time peace